everyone, and welcome to Clickbait Happy Hour, a show where my friends and I learn misguided life lessons from the internet. Uh, today, I have a new guest. Um, I'm really excited about this guest because, one, they're an A-plus human, and two, they have literally no idea what they've gotten themselves into. Introduce yourself. I did technically volunteer for this, but whatever. Um, I'm Emily. I am the co-host of Shitty Shark Shows, along with Sinead, who was on last week's, last time's episode. I don't know what your recording (laughs) schedule is like. I don't know either. It's a mess. (laughs) It's fine. So, yes. Hello. Welcome. Um, we are both, um, I would say connoisseurs of shitty reality TV drama stuff, whether it be like forensic files or untold stories at the ER. Uh, fair, fair. And uh, we're also both well acquainted with being in the hospital. Uh. <laughs> um, and you know, somewhere between those two things, I feel like we expect there to be like some level of common knowledge. And you know, like because of the subject matter of today's episode, I got to get like a few disclaimers out of the way. Um, uh. Yeah, so like, you know, social norms, they're a thing. Lots of things are seen to be normative, but are actually, like, kind of bullshit. So, like, heteronormativity, cisnormativity, you know, those kinds of things that, like, dictate a lot more about what your quality of life uh, is going to be, based on things that just are arbitrary. Uh, But this episode's not really talking about that. Uh, (laughs) Today we're talking hospital horror stories. With a focus on people with vaginas, um, I'm going to make a point to say that because not everyone with a vagina is a woman, not all women have vaginas. That said, the stories we're learning from today all code the patients as women consensually. Um, Before we jump in, are there any hospital horror stories you have? I mean, not really, except for the one time I was stuck at the hospital for over 24 hours and they refused to give me food, so I had to eat ice chips. That was just pieces of ice. That was here. So when I got diagnosed with diabetes, because my blood sugar was too high. Okay. So they refused to give me food for 36 hours. That's not great. I had an IV. <laughs> my blood sugar was 36. They were concerned. Yeah. Um, well, not the segue I was expecting, but it's the segue <laughs> we got. <laughs> um, you know... The body is a vessel for many things. Uh, (laughs) That's how I'm gonna... I'm gonna need more wine. (laughs) You're probably right. The entire time I was making notes for this episode, I was like, oh, it's good I'm getting her early because she's never coming back. (laughs) Oh, I'll come back. Unless you, like, straight up murder me. My death would be the only thing that would stop me from coming back. And even then, I'd probably come back and haunt the podcast. You're welcome to. Um, Pull out a Ouija board. (laughs) So I'm going to start this just a one sentence story to give you an idea of where we're going today. Joys. My sister's a nurse and she had to remove a cheeseburger from some woman's vagina. (laughs) What? Surprise! Uh, Sinead's making a surprise cameo because she's also in the room. Social distancing. (laughs) Social distancing got us all in the house together. So, uh, you might hear her ever so often as well. My main question is why? 
You say that like I have answers. I never come with answers to this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Are you ready for more? You're already yes. looking like you're full of regret. <laughs> no, I'm not full of regret. I, regret. I am full of questions as to why. <laughs> One woman came in with the leftovers of a candy bar in her vagina. Her husband wanted to eat it from her vagina. It was half melted nuts and all. I mean, sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I'm not king shaming. I'm just idiot shaming. <laughs> it's funny because like, uh, to clue the listener in, Emily definitely looks like she's starting the stages of grief <laughs> and we're two stories in. I'm uh, also, I mean, I'm also resisting the urge to make the joke of there's a difference between eating someone out and just this. <laughs> Yeah, no, this is bad. (laughs) But there's more where that came from. One time a lady came in and she had a cucumber stuck in her vagina. Unfortunately, it had been there for a couple of days and was rotten. The smell was unbearable. I mean, dear Lord. (laughs) This is why cats are scared of cucumbers, guys. (laughs) Yeah, the doctors after this, they also arch their backs and walk sideways away from (laughs) No, 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 not today, Satan. Uh, So that was me starting you off easy with the body as a vessel for hidden objects. I'm sorry, my brain just went homemade pickles. Hmm. (laughs) I know that is wrong, Hmm. but the thought needed to be shared. Okay, we can continue. Congratulations on ruining pickles for everybody. (laughs) You hate pickles, so it's fine. Um... Who wants to talk about bad science? Definitely. <laughs> do I get to wait? Do I get to laugh at the people doing the bad science? Yes. Excellent. I'm there. <laughs> um, once, I had a doctor tell me of a case he took where one of his female patients was complaining about abdominal pain. After a thorough exam, he noticed a pungent aroma from down there. Upon further inspection, she'd sewn a raw chicken inside of herself in the hopes it would turn into a baby. Like a whole raw chicken or like a chicken breast? Either way, I have questions. (laughs) Does any of those make it better? (laughs) I mean, okay, for a whole chicken, it makes me very amused because as someone who studied classics, the idea of that philosopher who went behold a man and showed a plucked chicken because Socrates said that a man was featherless and walked on two legs. I mean, that amuses me, but that's also just because I'm a nerd. <laughs> but either way, like, you shouldn't be putting stuff up there that has no business being up there. Food products is one of them. Uh, oh, honey, you've got a big storm coming. <laughs> oh, I know, and I'm very excited for it. <laughs> But that doesn't mean I can't shame the idiocy of human beings. Yeah, I mean, humans cannot create a baby out of a chicken in there. And humans also cannot give birth to chickens. Were there Um, maggots in it? There's no mention of maggots. (laughs) But consider. (laughs) I don't want to. Kristen, you're a fan of true crime. You have to commit. You have to commit to these things and oh. consider them. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, but also, there's already like salmonella, in your, which is probably not something people would expect to go from naturally. 
No. no so I'm putting no, a raw chicken the, in oh, your gotcha, vagina. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Didn't you say, did she sew it up there or did yeah. she just shove it up there? Cool. Because I thought I heard that and I was like. Yeah, no, it said that she'd sewn a raw chicken in there. So was she having, to, expecting to like having to pick the stitches to like give birth to her baby? Like what is happening? I, no, we're done. Yeah, there's not a lot that makes sense. Um, all right. I had a patient come in for an STD check. She was very upset and continued to tell me that she only had one partner. Progressing through my assessment, she further divulged that even if he was sleeping with other people, it shouldn't matter because he uses a condom every time and he makes sure to wash it thoroughly after every use. No! Use a new condom, please. Throw away condoms after you use them once. <laughs> you may use a condom once. <laughs> You may use this particular condom once. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> well, that's awful. <laughs> Is it more awful than the next one? I don't know. I haven't heard the next one. I couldn't tell you. Had a lady who measured her baby's temperature by preheating the oven and putting one hand in front of it while the other hand was on the baby's forehead. She told the nurse her baby's fever was about 250 degrees. <laughs> that is something <laughs> oh my god I mean like listen I know with the world how it is we all gotta be on the lookout for fevers um, and maybe maybe the pharmacy is running low on thermometers in this trying time but the oven is not a good substitute at all it shouldn't even be considered a substitute like, the lowest setting on our oven is 180, I think. If Something your fever is that high... You're probably dead. You're dead. <laughs> if a child's fever is that high, that child... No, I'm sorry, that child is dead. Let alone, what was it, 250? 50, yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> the idiocy of man amuses me, but this is like, dear lord, please. You shouldn't be allowed to have a child. Well, let me tell you about the lady who needed to have her foot amputated. Go on. She was given waiver forms to sign pre-op, um, and Buddy asks if she needs time to think about it. She's very nonchalant and doesn't seem to care much about what they do. Um, he gets suspicious and probes a bit as to why she's not more concerned and she says she gets that they have to operate, and it's okay, because the foot will grow back. <laughs> so good news, she's rude. <laughs> she's like, what my it? foot is a succulent, just propagate that bitch. But no. <laughs> but no. <laughs> what is the state of education like? This is why we need, like... Proper Like a health, health education. Class. Like, sex ed is one thing. This is just, like... Also, we're not geckos. We can't regrow a foot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, well, you know what is like a fun new, new-ish thing that uh, people with vaginas have been using um, is the Nuva Ring. Okay. <laughs> um, for those of you who don't know, that is a form of birth control. Um, so in this one, a young woman picks up her Nuva Ring. Um, and comes back in a month to pick up a new one, and she's wearing 
the original Nuva ring around her wrist as a bracelet. Has it been there the entire time? That is the implication of this story. It's not how that works, guys. Unfortunately, you cannot conceive through your wrist. <laughs> um, the Nuva ring is to be um, inserted vaginally for birth control. Read the instructions, guys. Listen Should have said that doctor. on the packet. Listen to a doctor. Yeah. If you're not sure, ask a doctor. <laughs> They've heard worse, I promise you. We need to talk about birth control other than the pill and a condom. Uh, there are a lot of misconceptions even about the pill, though. That's fair. For example, uh, a patient came in and she was upset. She's pregnant and she doesn't understand why. She's on the pill. Upon talking to her at great length, I found out that she only takes the pills on days that she's sexually active and no other time. Oh dear. Well, I take back what we what, what we discussed. We need to talk about just birth control, sex ed, all these things. Please, please. I know no one wants to have these talks, especially like adults talking to like younger people, but you need to because this is the state of the world. Uh, you want to know what else doesn't seem to be fully understood? Band-Aids. Go on. I am intrigued and concerned. Again. Um, had to explain that Band-Aids don't cure anything but just cover up a wound. The patient in question had tried to cure her recently diagnosed type 2 diabetes by sticking Band-Aids all over herself. If only that works. Yeah, I mean, I, listen. I would make Harajuku a street fashion look normal with the amounts of band-aids I would slap on myself if it would cure diabetes. I have heard so many stupid diabetes cures. They're not real. Guys! Unfortunately, that ain't it. If you hear about something that's a cure-all or anything like that, cure-alls cure nothing. Yep. Thank you, Sydney McElroy. We love you. You're not infringing on your IP. (laughs) Sydney McElroy, you're my hero. <laughs> at, at Sydney McElroy, you're our hero. <laughs> Mood. But, and do you know what Sydney wouldn't stand for? Lying to doctors. That's what Sydney wouldn't stand for. Oh, good, good. Segue. If there's one person you should never lie to, it is your healthcare professional. Mm-hmm. They're trying to help. Mm-hmm. Let them help. Exactly. Uh. And I mean, a lot of the times doctors can see through whatever your lie is anyway. Um, a close friend worked at a gynecologist's office. She said a woman came in and she smelled so bad. The doctor saw her and asked what had happened. She said she was cleaning, heard a pop, and then felt pain. Apparently, her vagina had been ripped open and her intestinal guts were coming out through her vagina. The doctor said there was no way this could physically be possible by bending over. This was a trademark case of horse or something similar bestiality gone wrong. (gasps) No! Oh no! (laughs) Sinead looks absolutely (laughs) horrified over there. I'm recovering. (laughs) Um... So you see how the doctor immediately knew that shit was fishy or horsey, yeah, well, I guess? Well, I mean, it smelled like shit. <laughs> Imagine if she had sex with a fish. I'm not going to comment on that until Scalies later. Scalies are a thing. 
Wait, what? Nothing. Uh, dermatologist here. <laughs> Patient was convinced she had a melanoma and needed a biopsy and would need to be on workers' comp. I told her it looked like ink from a marker. She demanded a biopsy. I wiped the area off with an alcohol swab and showed her the ink and that there was no spot on her skin anymore. She stormed out threatening to sue. I'm just glad I cured her melanoma. (laughs) So, like, this is the other thing. Don't make shit up and go to a doctor because, like, healthcare professionals, not even just during our current pandemic, but, like, usually are bogged down. Like, healthcare is underfunded. Pretty much everywhere. Um, like, they're not just sitting there twiddling their thumbs. Yeah, they might run late for appointments, but that's usually because they're trying to give everyone the best standard of care. Okay, we stand healthcare professionals. <laughs> we love them. I just don't want to spend two hours waiting for my appointment at the hospital. Well, I mean, like, big mood. <laughs> I recognize why it's happening, but at least there's Wi-Fi oh, now. Yeah. When there wasn't Wi-Fi, it was awful. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like... Faking things is common. Of course. Um, But it's really interesting the types of things that people will fake. In this case, um, a patient, when this person was an intern, was feigning blindness. Um, She would constantly be playing on her smartphone, only furiously trying to hide it when someone from the care team came into her room. And the best was when uh, the author's attending one day strolled past her room and threw his hand up in a highly exaggerated hello wave. And she started to throw her arm up, but then caught herself halfway through and then threw her hand back onto her lap and pretended to be staring off into nothing. Why, though? I don't know. But, like, as a person who really can't see all that well, um, (laughs) fuck you, man. (laughs) If you want to not be able to see, I got some eyes for you. They don't work well. <laughs> um, I mean, like, also, I'm a keeper, but I am a donor, so. But still, um. Y'all can have everything except my pancreas, because that shit is broken. Yeah. No one wants it. I feel like most things I'm willing to donate, but I don't think I would bestow my eyes upon someone. Because I just can't really see. <laughs> um. Factory warranty has been broken on the eyes. Yeah. Also on the body. A lot of me is actually quite fucked up. I mean, I'm going to still do my best to be a donor, though. Yep. Uh, (laughs) I can't donate blood. They might not take my organs, then. Hmm. I'm not allowed to, because I was in England when there was the mad cow disease. Uh, yeah, that might do it. I'm allowed to donate in the UK. Not here. Hmm. Interesting. We're learning a lot. (laughs) Um, You know what else people like to fake, though? Seizures. (laughs) Seizures. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Now, in this case, um, an EMT instructor um, told the author that he and his crew ran on a seizure call, and they get there, the door is wide open, and the female patient is unconscious and buck ass naked. That's a direct quote. Um, they start assessing her while one guy clears the house to make sure no one else is inside and gets something to cover her. And after doing an arm drop test and trying to check her pupils, they all figure out that she's faking her illness. However, their general policy is never to openly state that, but to just roll with it instead. Um, And in line with that, he starts to call for an ambulance to come take her to the hospital. And when one of his guys says, Captain, she's clearly faking it. This woman, who is supposed to be unconscious and unresponsive, says, No, I'm not. (laughs) Like a shitty cartoon. But like, why? I mean attention 
Yeah, that leads into, like, the whole Munchausen thing. I mean, there's also the possibility of, like, wanting a hot paramedic to show up and see you naked. Mm. Yeah, I, I, am, I am confused about the naked part. Yeah, I'm not gonna question the idiocy of man, because otherwise we're going to be here all day. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, now we're getting to, um, probably one of the larger questions, um, in life. <laughs> that escalated quickly. Well, I think you're gonna understand why. Okay. Where do we draw the line in terms of what we put where in our bodies? I feel like you're going to tell me. Well, I'm maybe not going to tell you where we draw the line, but I'm going to suggest we should probably draw it a little bit more boldly so people know <laughs> not to cross it. I mean, we could honestly just build a wall and people would still go over it. Yeah, um, there's like a really fun trend that I think you're going to notice after a couple... An elderly lady came in and said that she was having stomach pain or some kind of pain. When he examined her, he noticed that she had pain near her uterus and other female areas, as the story says. Guys, you can say vagina. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so she got undressed for another exam, and she casually said to him, Now I do got leaves growing out of my Virginia. <laughs> he looked and saw that, by God, she did, <laughs> and that she put a potato in her vagina to hold up her prolapsed uterus. <laughs> oh my God. I love the casual, just like, no, I do have leaves growing out of my vagina. <laughs> her Virginia is what Virginia. she calls it. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> really? <laughs> okay. Um... But wait, there's more. Is it more food items? You want to find out? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> a woman came in complaining of pain in her uterus. She eventually admitted that a few months ago she and her boyfriend wanted to have sex but didn't have any contraceptives, so they improvised and used a fingerling potato. By the time she came into the clinic, it had taken root in her uterus and had actually sprouted a leaf that could be seen at her cervix. She also got leaves growing out of her, Virginia. <laughs> Potatoes will grow anywhere, guys. <laughs> oh, Sinead is... Sinead's dying. It's fine. My step-grandmother was a gynecologist. She once had an older woman come in, and at one point they took x-rays. Apparently, the woman had a potato growing in her uterus. Inside of her uterus. I'm just thinking of the pain that must cause if it tr if like if it roots into your body. Like yeah, and we were at three. We were three potato stories. I have to draw the line somewhere, and you know, <laughs> teach their own. But please don't put potatoes in your Virginia. <laughs> um, my friend's mom was a nurse for many years and she said the strangest thing she saw was a girl who came in because her boyfriend had stuffed her vagina with potato salad. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I don't know. Um, but I'm starting to have a lot of questions about the appeal of potatoes. 
Like was that a was that a peel pun? No, I respect <laughs> myself more than that. But like, listen, I love carbs as much as the next bitch, but I don't put the starchy boy <laughs> in my Virginia. <laughs> oh my god, Sinead, do you remember that sweet potato picture from our Celtic woman presentation? It looked a lot like a penis. It looked like a very veiny dick. I know this picture. She sent it to me. Yeah, so, like, uh, I don't know, maybe that's why she put it in her Virginia. Hmm. That's not a good enough reason. Well, uh, potatoes aren't the only thing. A woman would put Campbell's beef soup in her vagina because her boyfriend liked to eat it from there. Oh. But then they also had to fish a potato that was lodged in there. (laughs) (laughs) I've been duped. (laughs) Surprise, bitch, more potatoes. (laughs) A fucking potato swerve. <laughs> no one expects more potatoes. <laughs> oh my god. Why? Yeah, like, in general, like, I just think there's a difference between, like, food in the bedroom and food in you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that line is apparently made of potatoes. <laughs> And the potatoes are more like uh, an army just marching their way up in there. Because there have been four potatoes up places so far. <laughs> Two of them were growing. Yeah. Um. Well, I'm a radiographer, and sometimes you see those objects stuck deep inside patients. I've seen a spray can, a screwdriver, a potato, <laughs> a dildo gone way too far. <laughs> But the more surprising one was that a woman used a Coke glass bottle mm-hmm. as a dildo, and yeah. she didn't have enough, so she used another one. Oh, um, and I guess she felt nothing due to excitement, because she pushed the first bottle into her uterus, breaking the cervix by pushing with the second bottle. Oh, dear. I've Please. never been that horny in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just feel like there should be a rule... Of, like, don't put anything in your vagina. (laughs) I'm, like, stuck between vagina and Virginia now. (laughs) It's a problem. (laughs) If it's not, like, an actual sex toy or, like, someone else's consenting body part. (laughs) Yeah. um, Please. Also, I have other questions, like, were the bottles clean? Probably not. Because dirty glass... In your Virginia is probably not a good thing. I can't go as far as to say glass in general isn't because they do have like those glass sex toys. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I feel like those are made sturdier than a Coke bottle. So Fair. But that's not the only kind of bottle that's gotten stuck up somewhere. Oh dear. My friend is an EMT. She got called to a house where the woman was home alone and decided to masturbate with an empty wine bottle. When she tried to pull it out, it created a vacuum and was hopelessly stuck. She couldn't drive herself to the ER, so she had to call 911. Do you think she's one of those people that's like, every day is wine day, or like... Probably. Fucking wine mom. Kind of person who feeds wine to their dog. (laughs) Oh my god, I can't believe we got Jessica up on this show! Twice? Two in a row. Yeah, um, still still don't watch Love is Blind. Do look at the memes of Jessica because... There's two more seasons of Love is Blind. We're all going to suffer. 
I forgot about that until right now. You're welcome. Mm. I feel... <laughs> I'm torn between saying you're gonna like this next one and you're gonna relate to it. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> I, I am... she would relate to the wine bottle. No, I don't think Emily would. <laughs> but the next one... <laughs> Um, a nurse friend of mine just dodged two rocks thrown at her last weekend from a patient who pulled them out of her vagina. When asked why she had rocks in her vagina, the patient said, It's my purse. <laughs> and now that I've read it out loud, I realize the part that I think you'd relate to is just that I think you would throw two rocks at someone. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> would throw rocks at people, would not stick them up my vagina. Now, real talk, is having... Is your vagina as a purse effective? I Here's don't the thing. know. It's just you've got a certain amount of depth to work with. And like you said, people smuggle flasks and stuff. But I just I think it's just you operationalizing it as a purse. That implies yeah. easy access. <laughs> and I can't imagine you can just like roll up to the dollar store and be like, okay, that's $3.99. Hang on. Let me just, uh, scooch. <laughs> like, you can't do that. No, this is why you have a bra, guys. That's where your cards go. That's where your keys go. That's where like, your phone goes. There's, like, all the things that you could just, like, stick to the back of your phone. You've got... Like, I know our wallets. pants don't have pockets, but you this don't is need excessive. to go this far. This is... The vagina is not just the your special pocket you bring with you. <laughs> Don't. Don't. <laughs> I'm short-circuiting. Don't. We're also just short-circuiting on how to say vagina. Because, like, <laughs> there's been... We can't enunciate words anymore. I feel like I should have kept Virginia to the end. But then again, I know where we're going. Oh, dear. I know why I've kept it there. Excellent. Uh, until... Uh, a patient came into the ER with severe pain in her buttocks on both sides, as well as fevers and some other indications of infection. After further evaluation, she was diagnosed with a nasty deep tissue infection requiring inpatient hospitalization and IV antibiotics, but the question still remained as to where the infection came from. As it turned out, she had read online that rubbing fish oil on your butt can make it more voluptuous. She figured if it works on the surface, it might work even better on the inside. So she took her insulin syringes and withdrew the fish oil from the oral capsule and injected herself with fish oil daily for two weeks until she inevitably became infected. No! And no, her butt was not more voluptuous. It was red, swollen, Hard, severely tender, and she was unable to lay on her back or sit down for weeks. Guys, <laughs> guys, please. <sighs> Emily's astral projecting. I'm gonna find this person and slap them upside the head. <laughs> I'm gonna throw a rock at them. <laughs> <laughs> but you could also uh, use a goldfish. Emily's just looking at me so wearily now. Uh, I used to be a 911 operator. I once took a call for a lady with a goldfish stuck in her vagina. No idea if it was alive or dead when it went in, but she couldn't get it out because the scales were facing the wrong way. 
So, to loop it back to what somebody said earlier about imagine having sex with a fish. And then someone else said, scales are a thing. I said scalies are a thing. (laughs) Either way, that is entirely your fiancé's fault. Hmm. So I got one more story to hit you with. Uh, (laughs) Go. (laughs) I have resigned to my fate. This is a woman weathered by the war. (laughs) I'm also highly entertained. This is hilarious. All right. Are you ready? Yes. Um, A woman came into the ER complaining of strange discharge from her, you guessed it, vagina. So she was admitted and a male nurse saw to her. As a note, the male nurse was gay and was relatively flamboyant. Um, anyway, the woman had her legs hiked up, and the male nurse has his head under the blanket looking at her hoo-ha. But suddenly, he jumped back looking terrified. My friend, in a bout of good-natured ribbing, joked that the male nurse couldn't be that afraid of women. But then he looked at her, fear and confusion clouding his eyes, and said, Something blinked at me. (laughs) My friend is bewildered and ducks under the blanket to see for herself, and sure enough, she saw something blinking. Something small, wedged up a woman's vagina, was blinking at her. I'm not sure what happened next, but it was a turtle. A tiny pet turtle. Tad the Vag Turtle, my friend called it. (laughs) The woman, somehow, believed that her vagina was a more suitable tank, that which her turtle had been in, uh, and managed to wedge him up there. And before you ask, my friend didn't know what happened to the turtle, and still makes me sad to wonder if he went home with his owner. Turtle deserved better. Justice for Tad. Turtle deserves so much better. <laughs> um, so while we try to come down from that, let's reflect <laughs> on what we've learned today. Um, Don't. Yeah. <laughs> in, in the year 2020, um, humans are still not able to give birth to chickens, and chickens also will not turn into human babies, all of which we're better for. Also, potatoes will grow inside your vagina. Please don't put them there. There will be leaves. Uh, yeah. And, like, don't lie to your doctor. Doctors are there to help you. No matter what absolutely buckwild thing you've done. Uh, (laughs) They've studied for years to be able to do this. So you probably aren't going to pull the wool over their eyes anyway. And, I mean, this isn't to say that every doctor is the world's best doctor. Because, like, listen... I did go to the hospital and have the doctor be like, have you tried taking Tylenol before when it was definitely something worse? So, like, listen, not all doctors are great. But at the very least, they're probably having a baseline amount of knowledge and they're trying to help. And I want to circle back to the potatoes. (laughs) I I don't want to talk shit about anyone else's way of life, but for so many reasons... We just have to draw the line at sticking a living thing up there. Yeah. Like, listen, you know, you remember those old, like, I don't know if this was, like, just a Canadian thing or not, but, like, those old commercials that were, like, don't you put it in your mouth? Um, <laughs> so, like, I just think that maybe we should have a new adult-oriented one. Because uh, just because you were told not to put the foreign objects in your mouth does not mean you should start putting them somewhere else like your vagina. <laughs> and just because you can put them in your mouth like a cucumber or a potato or a hamburger doesn't mean you should put them in your vagina. <laughs> yeah. Um, and listen, if it's alive and it has a heartbeat, 
And it can blink at a doctor? <laughs> don't do that. Uh, if it has eyes, don't put it there. <laughs> Potatoes have eyes. We've been <laughs> we've circled back around. And everything comes back to potato. <laughs> I mean, you're the one who put four stories with potatoes. Yeah. Potatoes and reptiles are just some of the many things that don't belong in your vagina, and I can't stress that enough. <laughs> really? Yep. Yep. Um. Okay. Uh. Well, <laughs> I think that's gonna do it for us today. Her head is in her hands. Not my Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that would be a whole contortion that neither one of us are capable of. <laughs> Well, thank you, Emily, for coming on the show today. Also, I'm so sorry. Um, I'm not. This is hilarious. <laughs> well, I'm glad that you thought it was fun because of social distancing. We are still stuck in the same house together. Um, yeah. So, if you liked this and you enjoyed Emily, you should also go listen to the podcast that she hosts with Sinead, Shitty Shark Shows, where they watch the shark movies so you don't have to. Um... Please don't watch the shark movies. You shouldn't do that to yourself. If you didn't like this, you're going to hate Dick Shark. <laughs> oh my god, no! no! And that's all. Thank you for listening. This has been Clickbait Happy Hour. We'll see you next time.